welcome on behalf of the San Ramon Valley Bible Church to each and every person to our Easter Sunday. Relax, rejoice, enjoy. This is the day the Lord has given us. Let's rejoice and praise Him for it. Let's open our Bibles into a few verses in uh, Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. I want to read eight verses. First, verse 1 through 8. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened that while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling apparel. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living one among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still alive in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day Rise again. And they remembered his words. May God bless the reading. Friends, Christianity is not a man-made religion. Let's settle that from the very beginning. It is a revelation. It is the remedy for man's confusion. It is good news about God. And his plan for salvation to all sinners everywhere. To miss this point is to miss the very heart of the gospel. Our faith is built on a firm foundation. Jesus Christ, a living Christ, and on his resurrection, Christianity is based and is the central fact of Christian history. On it, the church is built. And without it, there would be no Christian church today. When our Lord addressed the Apostle John on the island of Patmos, He said, Don't be afraid, John. I am the first and the last. And the living one. I was dead. But look, I am alive. Forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Today, folks, we gather in this place to celebrate Easter. And our Lord's victory over death. We celebrate freedom from sin and salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. We celebrate his death. And his glorious resurrection. Just imagine with me. If our Savior were not alive. What are we doing here? 
where would we be at this hour? There would be no celebration. There would be no Easter. There would be no nice suits and nice dresses. You all look so good this morning. There won't be any of this at all. Horrible thought, isn't it? Isn't that horrible? If Jesus was not raised from the dead. And the Apostle Paul clearly illustrates the thought in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 14. He says, And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is vain. Your faith also is vain. But hallelujah, he arose. You know, in the most of the parts of the world outside the USA, I remember very well when, when uh, Christians used to come to our house to greet us on Easter Day, they used to greet us with this. The Lord is risen. And you know those people, what they used to answer? He's risen indeed. It's more than Easter. It's a living Savior. It's a God who rose from the dead, died for our sins, deposited them down in the grave, and came living and to live forevermore. Why do we celebrate? First, three reasons. Quickly, I don't want to keep you much. First of all, redemption is complete. When Jesus was crucified, the apostles considered considered this a, a personal catastrophe. Their leader died, true? And it was a public disgrace for them. But wait a minute. Stop for a second. Christ's crucifixion demonstrated to the whole world God's boundless love. And this love was presented to unworthy sinners like you and me. This love is not something we can buy or earn by our good deeds. It is a gift, a free gift from God. It's not by works or by deeds. Remember, his salvation is not by works or by deeds. When you do something good, you say, well, God is going to count this for me. It's good to do something good. It's good to have good deeds. It's good to be nice. It's good to be respectful. It's good to be respectful to the laws of the country, to the family, to your father, your mother. And I ask you to do it. But all these deeds will not get you to heaven. All these deeds will not save you from sin. All these deeds will not guarantee you eternal life. It's only by simply believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, His death and His resurrection, that you can have eternal life. He is our Redeemer. We celebrate Him today. And He purchased our redemption with His own blood. Remember that. Furthermore, the Bible clearly says and states there in Romans, the wages... Of our sins. Is death. 
But what's the free gift of God? The free gift of God, the Bible says, is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. He took our sins to the grave. Why did he die? Please listen. Why did he die? So you and I would not see death. How about that? We're going to talk a little bit later about that. He died for you and me. He took our load of sins. And carried it. On the cross of Calvary. He carried the disdain. He carried the insults. He carried the pain. He carried every sin you've made. Past, present, and future. And he took these sins and carried them. And thank God, he had to take them to the grave. And bury them there forever. And you know what? If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, if you are really a true a child of God, hear him say this. In Jeremiah he says, For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember what no more. Are you saved this morning? Do you have this resurrected Savior, a personal Savior? Is He your Redeemer? Was there a time in your life when you met Him face to face and asked Him to come into your heart, take charge of your life? And then and there, you knew that He changed your life and you became a new creation in Jesus Christ. If you have experienced this, I say today, this is time to celebrate. This is time to celebrate. And your redemption is complete. Because Jesus Christ did it on the cross of Calvary. And this alone, I tell you, is reason to celebrate. Forget the food. Forget everything else. Forget the celebrations you have. The best thing to celebrate about, celebrate your salvation first. Before you celebrate with the family, before you celebrate Easter, before you celebrate God's resurrection from amongst the dead, before you celebrate anything in life, before you celebrate your graduation, anything that you experience in life, if you don't have Jesus as your Savior, you are not celebrating life itself. But if you have Him, that's the true celebration. You know, I jump from joy myself. When I remember the day I got saved. I told you about that uh, some time ago. I've been saved for 50 years. Those of you who didn't know. And I don't regret one single moment. And I started living when I knew Jesus Christ as my Savior. And I invite you this morning to come to Jesus and take Him as your Savior. And then you will start living. Then life changes. Then, then life takes a new direction. Then you will know the meaning of true living. So many people say, what do you mean? You tell me, go four times a week to church, and you call this life and fun? I tell you one thing. I come four, t- four times a week to church, and I wish there were seven times a week church. Yeah, I w- you know why? I meet the best friends in the world. The, mes- the best brothers and sis- sisters in the world. I meet the most honest people in the world. I meet the best people that you can ever meet in the world. I'm not looking to meet the president 
of the United States or any prime minister or anyone else. I look forward to meet my brothers and sisters in Christ here in church, and I wish we have seven meetings a week. No, we're going to have that. I do wish. When you know Christ, you don't want any other friends. You want his children to be your friends. Forget the world. The world doesn't offer anything. The world offers ache and pain and disappointments. When we remember the pit from which we have been dug, our desires turn toward God. And you know, we start saying, Hallelujah, what is Savior? And don't be afraid this morning. Say hallelujah, no problem. But keep your hands down. (laughs) Looking at the condition from which Christ drew us, we can realize the depth of his love in coming to this world. To redeem our fallen nature. You know, people have given us so many remedies for our condition. For our lost condition. They've given us so many. Uh, the doctors given you, have given you uh, uh, go and uh, exercise a little bit. Uh, take a good shower and read a good book. And take some pills. With, they're all no good for you, by the way. And uh, uh, enjoy, join a club. Uh, join some good people to converse with. And your life will get better and better. Humanitarian programs, I call them. Humanitarian programs, though good, and sometimes they help a little bit, but they are not the answers of man's illness. The answer of man's illness is the living Christ, Jesus Christ himself. As worthy as an act may be, the old saying goes, and I quote, simply painting painting the pump, does not purify the water. Christ is the only Savior, and He is alive today to help you make this decision. On this Easter day, the fact remains, only through the doorway of an empty tomb from which Jesus has been raised, could God reveal that His Son's death on the cross was the cure for all our ills, all our problems, and his complete redemption is available from that tomb to you directly. There is but one ladder to heaven, the cross of Calvary. Don't try to climb another one. And all other ladders, they will end up somewhere and you'll fall from a higher place. But the only ladder that gets you to the Lord Jesus Christ is the cross of Calvary. Embrace it. Take Jesus and him crucified and you will never regret it for the rest of your life. There is but one Savior, Peter said. And there is but one salvation. And it is not in anyone else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men, by which we must be saved. Stop looking elsewhere. Look at Jesus. He is alive. Don't look at another person. Don't look at his mother. 
She's dead and she's in heaven. But he is alive to save you and change your life. Don't look at any other personality. They're all in their tombs. And some of them are dirt. Dust. They're gone. Except Jesus Christ. Look at his tomb. It's empty. And he is sitting at the right hand of glory. As your business manager. To take care of your business. Take care of your needs. To take care of anything you present to him. And he's waiting to hear. Jesus, I come to you. And he'll never turn you down. Quickly. We celebrate also. His accomplishment and victory over death. The gates of eternal life are now wide open. Mission accomplished. If you're saved, you have eternal life. With Jesus. And if you're not saved, I say it with all for respect. If you're not saved, you have eternal life without Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? You will live eternally, not in his presence, in a place where it is so dark, where the flames are dark, where you are going to spend eternity there, gnashing of teeth, the Bible says, away from God, separated from his love. But if you take him as your Savior, this living Savior, you will spend eternity with Him in bliss forever and ever. That's what we're talking about this morning. He had victory over death for you and for me. And when He went to the cross of Calvary and died there, you know what happened? He took the load of sins that you were carrying and was so heavy on your shoulders. He took it down and took it to the grave. And that grave He Boxed that seal down there. Sealed it. And rose on the third day. And guess what he left there? All your load down there. All your sins down there. And he rose victorious to anyone who, has, who is saved. Who knows him as a savior. As a personal savior. You are living without this load. You can walk better now. You can live better. You can love him better. Because he took away your sins. And he says, come unto me. All that are. Heavy laden. Heavy laden. And what is he promised? I will give you rest. That's the Jesus we're talking about. He is not dead. Why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? He's not here. Go meet him in Galilee. And they went and met him in Galilee. And if you are saved, one day, one day I hope that everyone here, you will not leave this place. Without giving your heart to Jesus Christ. And say, today on this Easter day, I want to make it a monumental day for me. I want to take Jesus, the risen Christ, to have to be king of my life. I want to crown him king of my heart. I want to take him as my savior. And then, if the Lord comes now, you know what will happen? Don't say, don't come. If the Lord comes now, say, Amen. Lord, come. If the Lord comes now, you know what you're going to hear? You heard a beautiful choir this morning. There are going to be two choirs, not one. 
One choir will sing, O death, where is thy sting? And the other choir will answer, O grave, where is thy victory? Oh, what a choir. And then they will merge together and sing that hallelujah chorus all together on their way to heaven. And Jesus Christ is leading them with the open gates there. And we shall be with the Lord forever. God will place in your heart a new song. God will place in your heart a beautiful harmony. Better than what you've heard today. Where you will ever hear. Because the chorus of heaven is unlike any other chorus. And it's going to happen. Blessed be his name. He broke the chains of slavery. We were slaves. But he broke the chains of slavery. And he gave us life to live with him forever and ever. Our soul has escaped as a bird out of the snare of the trapper. The Bible says the trap is broken and we have escaped. Have you escaped? We heard also about this morning, the song, My Redeemer what? Lives. Our Redeemer lives. And who said these words? Job said, My Redeemer lives, didn't he? He expressed it. He, saw, he said, I know that my Redeemer lives. Do you know? This is my question to you this morning. Do you know? If you have experienced the living Savior, Jesus Christ as your Redeemer, to say, I hope, to say, I trust so, to say, uh, I think so, maybe it's comfortable for a moment, for a couple of days, but let me tell you one thing, if there is no assurance in your life, this is no comfort whatsoever. The comfort will go, will wear out, and many thousands of people, thousands and may, millions of people, they, you ask them, say, I hope so. You're going to go to heaven? I wish so. I'm working on it. There is no working on it. The salvation of God is a gift. You don't pay for it. You don't have to do anything. While sitting on your seat, you ask Jesus to come into your life and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. He says, my free gift to you is life here and eternal life. So you don't work at it. You work to please God later on. I know. Can you look now? You're all seated in this full auditorium. And can you look at your neighbor, at your husband, at your wife, at your friend says, I know that my Redeemer lives. Can you look, look next to says, I know. Not I guess. Don't do. Don't guess. You cannot guess about heaven. Your life is too precious to guess about heaven. Don't play with your life. Eternity, where will you spend it? Can you look to your wife and say, Honey, I know that my Redeemer lives. If you can say that, congratulations. You can celebrate a happy Easter. Ifs, buts, perhapses, guesses are sure murderers. Of your peace and your comfort. The only thing that will give you total peace. Is if you know. That your redeemer lives. And may God bless you. Do you have that victory over sin? 
Are you sure you're saved? Can you honestly say, I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able, the living God, to keep that which I've trusted him with until that day. If you can say that, have a happy Easter. Rejoice. Death is conquered. The devil is defeated. Your Savior lived. And good news, you shall live forever with him. Final word before you go home to your families and enjoy this day. And as a result, we said, death defeated. Salvation is. Redemption is complete. This is what he did when he rose. The last thing, we have now a companion for life. Do you have this companion for life? Who is, the Bible says, you have better than a brother. Jesus Christ is better to you than any other person under the sun. You know, I read this. The only person who ever lived before he was born is the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you get that? And he is your companion. He becomes your companion. Christians, our security now is in a living Savior. He secured our redemption, conquered death for us, and he is on a daily basis trying to walk with you and comfort you and take you by the hand. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what the Bible says, I fear no evil. For thou art with me. In John 14:18, the Lord said to his disciples, I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you. And guess what? He still does come to us on a daily basis. The moment we start the day, he is standing by you. He is there to comfort you. He is there to take you by the hand. Christian, remember that and celebrate this wonderful day. The Lord is with you. He promised in his book, I will never leave you. What? And never forsake you. And it's written in Isaiah, do not fear, for I am with you. Soon and very soon, he will raise the dead and change the living believers at his coming. He raised us out from the death of our sins as Christians and gave us a life in Jesus Christ. He is the only one who can walk this journey with us, who can keep our feet from faltering, who can keep our minds straight, who can keep our, our, focus, keep our focus on him, and he will direct our life because he is there taking care of his children. He brings joy out of sorrow. He's the one to bring peace out of pain. Song out of suffering. Praise out of the pressures of life. And he will give us finally triumph over all the trials of life. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a God. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus.
Will you celebrate with us this morning? Is he your Savior? Is he your Redeemer? Can you say he conquered death for me? I'm no more afraid of this great enemy death. Even though I go through it, I will open my eyes in his presence. Can you say that? Is he your companion? And this great companion, though he went before us, is coming to take us to be with him. Soon and very soon, he's coming. And those two angels who stood with the disciples of old, when Jesus was lifted up into heaven, he told them, they told, uh, he told the people who were there, his disciples and all his friends, Christians, this Jesus you have seen taken up from you into heaven will come in the just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. He's coming soon. Because he's alive. Those who died, those many False prophets who died. They will never come back. One day. They will be answering his call. For his judgment over them. But he. Is the only one. Who rose from the dead. Seated at the right hand of glory. And waiting to come back. To take us to be with him. This same Jesus. Is coming back. And look forward. We might not have another Easter next year. But guess what? We'll have an Easter in heaven. And then we'll be reunited with him. And we will sing all the choruses we want. And we'll be there to worship our Savior forever and ever. Will you be there? Will you be there? Let's bow our heads. And as people try to leave the place tonight, this, this afternoon rather... If you know very well that you're not redeemed yet, you're not saved yet, you cannot enjoy this risen Savior the way those Christians enjoy it. Instead of taking your exit out, I'd like you to come slowly, slowly and sit in the front bench. And I will talk to you for two, three minutes. I won't keep you. And the Lord will change your life. And you leave this place a totally different person than you entered it. Think of that. Say, Lord, I want you. I want to come. Don't walk out quickly. Walk toward me. And those who are going will walk through the doors and leave the place quietly. As for you, I don't know who you are. I don't know uh, what you need. I know one thing. When you come in, you need Jesus Christ. Our Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ who came and died for our sins and went to the grave, deposited our sins, and there he buried them forever and rose again. 
to be with us, to sit at the right hand of glory, to be our propitiations for our sins, and to live forevermore. Help us to live to honor you, to rejoice in your salvation, to celebrate the great redemption that you have secured for us on the cross of Calvary. Bless each and every person here, and we pray if there's someone or many that need you this morning, we pray that they will not leave this place before settling their account with you, coming to you and taking you as their God and Jesus Christ as their Savior. Dismiss us, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.